an inauspicious start to a new series, to be honest, but um, also uh, an inauspicious uh, start to a season for Cardiff City Football Club. But uh, welcome back, everyone. Here we go again with the Cardiff City phone. And we honestly didn't wait till the last 5-1. It was just, it's just the way it worked out. Um, so on the panel tonight, uh, Al Worth is uh, back with us, which is good to see. Good evening, Steve. Hello. Uh, hello to Paul Mohammed. Hello, good evening. And hello to Matthew Harris. So uh, thank you, chaps, for, for joining us um, for tonight's uh, hour, which is destined to be pure merriment, I, I would I would have thought. Um, so uh, uh, maybe, Paul, if I, if I come to you first, um, just, I mean, I'm coming to you first because you've, you, you, you've, you've hinted at a number of things on the times you've been on the show, and you know you could argue some of those things came home to roost maybe on the weekend. What's your, what's your kind of summary of what happened? Well, on the weekend or generally? Yeah, yeah. on the weekend in particular. What's the highlight? Uh, I think on the weekend we, we, we keep playing the same system and the same players and... and albeit very limited. And I think we just, in the last few games, we've just, we've just been not so much fanned out because that is, that would be the easiest, easy thing today. And it's true, but we're just, we're just so limited in, in our capabilities, in how we, we set up to play and how, how we can impose ourselves on the opposition, which is only in a very few limited ways, in my view, we, the system we play, we're always likely to be found out by sides who move the ball quickly um, and who can get down the sides of us, exploit our wing backs, pushing forwards, getting getting behind the slow centre backs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Bit like what Coventry did. Um, you know, tactical managers were quite easy to work out and were quite easy to play against, in my view, at the moment. And um, so that that really that performance was coming for a while, and and uh, <clears throat> I don't see any light at the end of the tunnel unless the system is changed, and I mean three centre backs and two wing backs. They're not wing backs, either full back. They're not wing backs. They're full backs, um, and they're exploited because they're expected to put crosses in the box, and they can't do that. You're asking players, youth are then coming in because it's almost forced upon us. That, that all of a sudden we've got a crop of youth players coming through because we've got no choice. And it's, it's the wrong strategy. It's the wrong... So I'm going on now because I'm going back to what I've said about the club <laughs> over the months and months and months and months. But that's, that performance and this run of games has been coming for a while and I don't see any light at the end of the tunnel unless the manager can look can, can work out a strategy to get the best out of the squad he's got and, the system, yeah. and put the better system on the pitch. Okay. Um, yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Paul. Uh, your, your mic's making a slight noise. I don't know whether it's. Uh, I don't know. It's just jiggling. Oh, sorry. Oh. J- jiggling. It's jiggling it's around. It might be pure excitement on the behalf of your microphone. But um, um, Al, uh, you know, uh, I think it's the chickens coming home to roost. Is that? Is that the? Yeah. Is that the I, you know, I, I think. I think. I think Forest away. Forest away. The game Forest away. That second half papered over the cracks. I think. I thought everyone thought there was just some resurgence going on, and and I don't think any any of us really sort of. Had a bit of reason thinking about City, thought that was the case at all. Um, you know, I was up at Coventry and Coventry showed us how a good championship team should play. The speed with which they moved the ball was incredible. We, we were just no match for them. And then I think the, the game 
on on Saturday, that could have uh, Coventry. I think we're a better team than Blackburn. Coventry could, could, could have put five on us in this in the same way. Wow. Those goals though on the weekend were just so simple. As Paul said, you know, you put the ball behind or in between our two centre halves. I say two, but three, but put them between Morrison and Flint. You know, they turn so slowly. You know, yeah. they, and by the time they've turned, they've got no chance of getting to it. And you know, if you're West Brom tomorrow, you would just replicate everything that Blackburn did, wouldn't you? You just put the ball in between or over those, run onto it. And it's that simple. Mm. You know, even, you know, you know, we're no experts, but we can see ourselves, can't we? So surely, you know, football managers should be able to, should be able to see that. But I don't know with the limited resources that we've got, how he's going to change it. And, and now we're in a bit of a rut again. What do we do? It's, it's, there's never any strategy. It's always stumbling. Cardiff City stumble, no strategy. And, it, and it just, you just think to yourself, if it's at Mick McCarthy after Tuesday or next Saturday, what, what, what do we do then anyway? It's the same people going to appoint the same. It's, it's, just, it's just going to be a revolving door anyway. So I don't see any, I just don't see what we can do in the short term. Other than try and stay in this division, I think that's probably be about minus thirty by by next week. Luckily, and a couple of other clubs. Yeah. But, but I think I think I think we almost we they've thrown kids in because of had to, which is unfair on the kids because they're coming from the youth team. Oh, sorry, the under twenty threes. I watched a bit of that game today. They play in a totally different way to the first team. So you're asking kids to come into a side that is physical land of the Giants, gets the ball quick forward quickly and, and capitalises on corners, throw-ins and, and, and knock-ons and, and second ball. When well, they're, they're playing a totally different way below them. It's just the club. It's just, it's just no strategy whatsoever. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, which which I'm going to ask Al in a second if there's any interesting comments I coming add, in. I was going to add on to that. I was going to add on to that, Steve, that... Mm. that you know, talking about strategy and so on, it, it, it's like the um, expiration of contracts. So many players are going to go out of contract and all of a sudden we're going to be left with thinking, okay, we get rid of McCarthy, okay, if they do, a load of players are going to go and it's going back, what we're going to do, we're just going to build on the youngsters. I mean, I think what we need to do, I, a couple of people have suggested it, someone like your Steve Morrison with the, with the 23s, you know, your, your Russell Martin down at Swansea, get someone younger in, but give them a long-term plan. If you're getting someone with the greatest respect to him and his age, we get someone on a two-year contract who's in his 60s, you know, he's, is he going to be that bothered, really? Or is he just, just getting over the line to retirement? I think we just need to go back a little bit, if you like, back to go forward. Um, and if we look at the look at the 23, look at the way they're playing, well, why don't we try and, throughout the football club, play the same way? But like you say, it's not happening. And I, I fear that some of these kids coming through who are really good footballers are going to get that knocked out of them. And they're going to forget how to play football because they're not playing the way that they've been brought up to play right the way through right. when they get into the first team. And it's, that's a worry. That's, it's got to be a worry in itself. I haven't seen the other 23s. I've seen a few highlights. I haven't seen much. But um, how do they play there now? I mean, have you seen any of it? Do they play a different formation? Is it more attacking? Is it more fluent? <laughs> well, the ball stays on the floor for a yeah. start. It's got goals, <laughs> I know. They're good footballers. They win. No, they're, they're good footballers. And these, these yeah. boys coming through, mm. um, they are good footballers. But as soon as they get into the first team, they're not really asked to play football, are they? Um, mm. And go back right to what we were saying, we're getting the ball up to keep them all. It's just hitting hope, isn't it? Yeah. The ball's gone um, over their head. You know, never did I think really that we'd miss someone like Joe Rolls as much as we have the last few games. Are we really, I think we really miss him. You know? And I'm not I'm not his greatest fan, but no. um, we've really missed him there. Um, 
I don't I don't think I don't think most fans would be his greatest fan, but um in terms because he's not he's not like an exciting kind of a, you know a creative player. But what he does give us, and if you think about it, what who is the backup for him? Yeah. If you if you're gonna play, you know, three across the middle and you want someone with a left foot, who else is there? Perhaps perhaps now perhaps now's the time though, Steve. You know, you've got your likes of, of Morrison and, and and Flint as they're getting on a bit, if you like. Mm. Whereas previously, um, Matthew was alluding to earlier, you know, we built we're built on our back four. Perhaps we should say, well, forget them now. Um, let's build for the future um, because they're going to be gone. Um, uh, Al, I don't know whether you can see this in in, in the comments coming in, but um, the, the, there's a couple of good ones with a lot of people watching, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to go to that one? Yeah, um, Richard Davis from Taswell. Uh, drop Phillips, Nelson, and Morrison, who's still not fit. Go four four two. Smithies, Brown, McGuinness, Flint, NG, Sang, Bakuna, Pack, Giles, Colwin, Colwill, and more. Um, I don't think many gonna the 442, I think everyone agrees with that. I've yet to see anyone who's, who's agreeing with the system that we're playing at the moment. Um, Lee Beams, who's been on the show loads of times in the past. The club needs to put a structure in place to build a football team. The fans are bored to death of this prehistoric football. Let's start building a team to entertain the crowd and get back to the playing nice football. Our midfield is so slow and one-dimensional, it's pathetic. Um, hmm. I mean, you know, we've got West Brom tomorrow. Who's actually looking forward to going down? You know, it's almost become a chore. It was so early in the season. It's just like, well, yeah. do we really want to go? I mean, I've got a slightly different formation in mind, but I, I, I mean, I'll, I, maybe I'll, I'll come back to that. But um, uh, Matthew, you know, look, looking looking at that post about about dropping uh, dropping the central defenders, uh, and and the point made by Lee more than anything about building a team to entertain the crowd and playing nice football. Um, and I'm not I'm not Mick McCarthy, and I can't. I, 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 but I will second guess what he might say. He might say, "I'm not here to play nice football. I, I'm here. I'm here to win games." You know, it's winning that counts. It's the kind of thing he might say. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he said something similar at Ipswich. I think he called all the fans, was it numbskulls or something like that? Like, I know he's at Ipswich. So um, I think if we do boo at halftime, if we're losing or whatever, we might, we might get a comment like that uh, thrown our way. But, um, you know, we, we just keep doing the same thing over and over again. You're just going to keep getting the same result. You know, I know obviously tomorrow's different because we're playing West Brom and they're, they're a top quality side who've, Absolutely, the bulk of the team that have that come down from the Premier League. Yeah, uh, you know we look so far off the pace that there's just, you know, you've got to try and change something if it means bringing in youngsters or, or giving the Guinness a game or mm. changing the formation. You've got to try and do something because, like I said, it won't be long before you know even the season ticket holders are thinking, "I'm not going to go there. I'm, I'm going to go out shopping or I'm going to go to the pub with friends rather than go to the game because there's nothing there at the moment." that's yeah. going to entice supporters to come down, you know, other than the prospect of the South Wales derby, but, you know. Well, that's a way, isn't it? Yeah, well, exactly. So, and even that's probably not going to be a high quality game looking at where they are as well. Yeah. So yeah. there's just nothing exciting. There's nothing you wake up and you think, oh yeah, I'm going down the football, you know, we might get a result. It's, it's oh, how many is it going to be? Or, you know, what, what Cardiff City is going to turn up today? So yeah, it's been a, a while since I think we've been this, Disjointed. I mean, even under Harris, it wasn't this bad because we had, you know, we had the players and thought, oh, we can get a result in the next game. But it's funny, um, it, uh, isn't it, um, uh, Paul? You know how how cyclical this is. You think about, you know, how how kind of um, I'm trying to think, toxic it became under, under Harris. You know, 
and how it was time for a change. And then all of a sudden we were charging up and we we're just outside the playoffs. And now it look, it's just, it's just like uh, deja vu, isn't it? Yeah, it was, I think it was different with Harris because he, we didn't, have, he didn't have crowds for much, much of his um, reign, did he? So, he, and he got to the playoffs, probably overachieved. Although we did have a decent squad, uh, certainly a better squad than we got now. Mm. Um, he, <laughs> he never connected with the fans because he never had the chance, um, and because uh, of the lack of crowds. And it, it was, it, I could see why they, I could see why they went to somebody like Harris in his 40s rather than the, the, somebody. Yeah, tried a bit younger. He, yeah, he won promotion League One, got Millwall up from League One and he four years in the in the championship. So he was a, he was a mid-table, wasn't he? But Millwall, to me, it was the style. Millwall's style is the same as ours, more or less. It's physical, it's traditional, it's... They're not known to be one of the better footballing sides in the league, and there are a lot of good footballing sides in this league. And Millwall weren't one of them, and we appointed the ex-Millwall manager, which again uh, frustrates me enormously with this club at, at how we identify managers, and that, because we're always just it's always just stumbling to the next manager because we're in a bit of trouble. In comes Mick McCarthy, and he did a great job because we 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 were fifteenth or sixteenth when he came in. And he went on. He went on that run, and we got to the verge of the playoffs. Um, but he's never going to be the long-term answer, and he's never going to be the uh, the manager who is going to get evolve you from the land of the giants playing physical Jurassic football to anywhere near a, 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 a pass a football inside like most of the successful sides are in this league we, we look at the other sides who are the last five or six champions of this league Leeds Wolves Norwich um, uh, Norwich have won it twice in the last five years and the other sides like West Brom who have gone up all foreign managers who play passing, move the ball, keep the ball. That's how you succeed in this league. Warnock was probably the last manager to get up out of this league playing this type of football when he got us up five or six years ago. It doesn't work anymore, this, this system. And we are so limited, there's no future in it. We've got, we've got a crop of youngsters coming through now. This, the, as I said last season, no point giving him two years because it's not the future. Maximum a year, and they should be identifying who the next head coach stroke manager is going to be. Do you think the club are doing that? I don't think so. Well, they might they might be panicking now because we lost three in a row and thinking, right, who's next? Who's the next? But we, we know where it's going to be. It's going to be the same board of directors appointing the same. As, and it's just, we'll just keep going around in circles. They're conspicuous by their absence, and I, I, I like some of the direct. You know, I know them personally, and it, I don't really want to come on here and and, and criticise them. But I got to be honest, Ken Chu is the CEO. He's based in London. He isn't at the club day to day. We need a day to day CEO hands on, because without a CEO, you've got nothing, and and there's no strategy. And so the club, I've said it before, it needs a role, and I like Ken. But he, he's, he's more interested in, in, in fronting the business of the, the car business in, in, in London Mayfair than, than the football club at the moment. And it does, it does, there's no, there's just no transparency. Then why don't they come out and say, why didn't they come out in the summer? We, we know what's happened. Tan doesn't want to put any more money, more money in. And who can blame him? Because of the, the vast amounts that have been wasted 
in the past. We're still living the legacy of, of, of previous managers who completely overspent, but mainly poor signings. We wasted so much money um, in the past. Who can blame Vincent Town for not injecting money in the summer to buy players? We had a very, very poor transfer window, in my view, in the summer. Um, Four players did we bring in? One of them, a 24-year-old midfielder from Crew. We sent straight back out on loan. Because to me, if you're signing a 24-year-old, he's got to be ready for the first team. Otherwise, there's no point signing him. Well, he's it? ready for Blackpool's first team. He's playing every match. And doing very well. In a yeah. project. You yeah. don't sign a 24-year-old as a project. You sign an 18, 19-year-old as a project and loan him out. Yeah. Which other clubs loan out a 24-year-old they've just signed? And they've only signed four players in the summer. Yeah. And we're crying out for a midfield player. And we loan him out. We send our winger off to Preston. I get that because he's out of contract. He's had his chance, high earner, trimming the wages, etc. So I get all that. And I, and, I, and I understand why Vincent Tab wouldn't want to put any more money in the club because he, he's putting enough in every month to keep us afloat. Because of the 18 months without COVID, the, the balance sheet the balance sheet is negative. He's, he's reportedly putting in in excess of £2 million a month. Just to keep, um, so why would he want to keep funding a wage bill that that does that isn't really bringing much much in return? And we got six or seven high earners out of contract this season: Morrison, Flint, Smithies, um, Tomlin, Vassell. You know where's he? Um, you, you know, huge. Probably the top six, seven, uh, top ten earners in the club, and I can't. So the club is at a crossroads. And the, it really, really is at a point where wh why didn't they come out in the summer and say, right, we're not going to spend any money this summer. We're going to rely on free transfers. Um, James Collins from Luton, journeyman, in my opinion, a 30-year-old journeyman. He, they bring him in, fair enough. You know, a striker, it's hard to sign a striker. I get that. Yeah, Ryan Winkle goes out on loan. McGuinness, we've barely seen him yet, although he looks a half-decent centre-half football, yeah. which, is, which is what we need, can mm -hmm. play on the floor. He's played one or two games. We've barely seen him yet. Um, so, uh, and, the, and the lone kid from Wolves who, who looks a very, very good player. Yeah. Um, so that was the transfer window. And kids, so we know what, we, why didn't they come out and say, right, this is it. We're going to give kids a chance. We're going to evolve. We're going to try and change our style. We're going to try. But do the club do that? Of course they don't. Yeah. The PR's wrong. Bamba goes and other, they, they do that. Just I, I was I, I was going to say following, following on for what you're saying, Paul. And I was thinking before, before we came on here. There, there's a massive disconnect at the moment between the club and the fans. There's no one there. I think previously people used to like that Warnock used to come at the end and give a little bit of a wave and a fist pump, and then yeah. all, all was forgiven. Okay, but from just the, the the man on the terraces at the moment, when he sees McCarthy's head drop, go down that go down the tunnel at the end of the game, it feels like well, this is our club, but it's not their club, and. I think people will forget, will forgive it if there can be that connect between players, managers. They'll forgive what's going on in the boardroom. But at the moment, it seems very much, to, to my mind, a case of them and us. We're the fans. They're not really telling us what's going on, exactly as you've just said. They're not really telling... They didn't come out and say, this is what we're now going to do. It's kind of, oh, we'll tempt you with this sign-in. We'll tempt you with this sign-in. We'll let this sign-in go. We're not telling... You know, does anyone know why Ryan Wintle's gone to, Black, gone to Blackpool? It would have taken nothing for them to have come out and said... We signed him. We don't rate him. Off he goes. It's like we're just kept in the dark the whole time. And I think it's leading to frustration amongst the fans. Mm. The, the fans need the club to be more open with them. And for as long as they're not, I think fans are going to drift away. Within uh, lockdown, people have found other things to do and realise they don't need to go to Cardiff City every Saturday afternoon. And 
they need to do a lot to keep us going back. And at the moment, okay. I, I just don't see it. I just mm. don't see it. You know? there's, there's a great question coming in um, here, which I'll, 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 I'll tell you what, I'll start with you, Al, since you're talking at the moment. It's the one from Steve Thomas. Uh, this is really good, this. Um, if we take a chance on an untried manager, are we prepared to drop down to League One to regroup? Leeds, Wolves, Southampton and Norwich all did it. But it took us uh, 18 months to get back after we went down in 1985 and Sunderland is still stuck there. So it, it, like you said, use your analogy earlier, Al, of, um, I don't think we're, you know, we're not turkeys voting for Christmas sort of thing, but do we, do we need to take a step back to take a look as, as fans? Yes, I'd be prepared for it, mm. but going back to the money men behind the club, they would lose so much money. Yeah. You honestly think Vincent Townsend think, well, I don't mind going down, to, going down a division to lose all of that money. Like you, like you say, he's lost so much money in any event. Um, as fans, yes, I I go back rebuild with with a with a well, it's going to have to be a younger squad anyway, isn't it? Surely. Yeah. Um, but I but I can't see the I can't see those in power, you know, allowing that to happen. As happened last time, look, they were panicking with Harris and brought McCarthy in to to, to steady that ship. Mm. Um, but like like we said, there was no need at the end of it to reward him with basically a, a contract to take him up to his retirement so he can put his feet up, really, can't he? He can just come play golf at the Vale. doesn't really make that much difference now to him. Is he any good? Um, sorry? Oh, Is he any good? I've got no idea. That's a good, good golfer. But I noticed it with McCarthy, right? I noticed with, with McCarthy, and I didn't realise this to begin with, but it's all oh, me and TC, me and TC. It's not him and Cardiff City. Mm-hmm. I don't see him connecting with that club. It's all to do with, with him and what he can do and what Terry Connor can do. We don't really want to hear that as, as City fans. We want to hear, he never seems to me to speak as though he's a Cardiff City manager. Perhaps that's just my my way of looking at it, but I just don't, I just don't see it. Hmm. So it's like a short-termist kind of... Like I say, but the whole thing is short-termism at the moment. There's no platform there to build upon, is there? Well, well, well le- leading on from that, um, for Matthew... You know, like you said, uh, or has been said tonight, there's quite a few fairly senior players out of contract at the end of the season. Um, I don't know how I can phrase this. So there's some you'd be less concerned about than others, Matthew, if they were no longer here? Um, I think we need a, a ground up rebuilt now, don't we? I think, you know, we've, we've been there or thereabout for so long now in the, in the championship. We've always been, you know, we're used to being a, a top, Six side in the championship, um, and we've acquired players over so long and so many different managers, and you know it's, it's coming back now uh, and bites us a bit. And um, you know, I, I think, like Paul said, I think if, if Morrison goes, Flint goes, you know, Murphy's probably going to go, Tomlin, Vassell, these are probably players we we can do without. Um, and you know, you you do watch the twenty threes, and there is a lot of talent in in the youth in in this in this club at the moment, and. Hmm. You know, if, if we had a manager who could be shrewd with his signings, you know, getting frees and loans and, you know, I necessarily probably don't want to drop down to League One, but, you know, it's like Al said, you've seen Wolf, Sheffield United, Leeds, Southampton, you've seen so many clubs do it. And it's a big game. You know, it, it, it? I mean, you wouldn't do it deliberately, would you? No, you know? no, obviously not. But, you know, it, it can work. But, mm. you know, I think this now for, for us has to be an opportunity to to take that moment to, to do a ground up rebuild yeah. like we did back in. I think it was 2010 when Malky Mackay started the season with like six players or whatever it was. And we had a ground up rebuild. And I think that's really what we need at the moment because, you know, like Al said, it's, it's getting a bit 
of a top toxic atmosphere. Because I think I read somewhere that all the away games this season, you know, and we've travelled quite a long way, Peterborough, mm-hmm. Blackpool, Mick McCarthy hasn't come over to acknowledge the fans once. And then that's really, really bad that they've got fans are going all that way watching, you know, quite awful football and you're not even coming out and applauding them for travelling all that way. So I think as that disconnect grows further and further and if we keep losing games, then it's, it's just going to get worse. So I definitely think, you know, like what Paul said, even last season, Paul was saying this, I think we need a ground up forward thinking rebuild. But with the board we've got, is that possible? I don't know. So, so talk, talking of um, uh, rebuilds, um, Paul, um, wh- wh- how are we going to rebuild for tomorrow? What, what changes would you suggest? Well, they're a very good side, West Brom, probably one of the favourites. Um, Absolutely. And they free scoring. So I think you've got to try and stop the possession. You've got to stop them controlling possession. Mm. Um, and I think to do that, you can't sit back off. You can't sit back and with three centre halves and two wing backs. I think you've got to go four four two. You've got to put. I know, and we're limited in midfield anyway. Um, it would depend if Rolls is back. I don't know. Um, Sang could be an option in there because he looks a half decent player um, technically. Mm. Um, I think. I, yeah, I think you've got to go four four two and try and and try and try and press them for, and try and stop them in possession. Um, get it, just eat, a bit like what Bournemouth did to us last weekend. I mean, they just played us round for fun, really. And it was a comfortable 1-0 or we had the odd chances. We're always going to have. They, they probably played us the right way because Scott Parker did that in the playoffs against us when he was the Fulham manager and they won the first leg 2-0. He, mm-hmm. he played virtually the same tactics because he's got the same sort of players at, at, at Bournemouth as he did at Fulham. So to me, that would be the only way. High press, try and keep the ball and just and just try and get, get that winger in the side. He would be one side, maybe Sang the other side. And, and just get the fullbacks to defend and the centre-halves to defend rather yeah. than... So more the fullbacks to defend rather than trying to put crosses in the box. So just try and be a bit more solid. Mick McCarthy, at the, in his defence, he would probably be a solid manager with the right players you would expect him to set up solidly and i i don't think that he'll go with the five three two whatever it whatever or five i don't even know what it is anymore <laughs> it's just not it's, it's nine in the box when we get a throw in i think that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't forward promote the show much tonight because I, I was the first one for a while, and I, I. I didn't. I wasn't even sure if I could, if I could get it to work. What if I have done? But there's incredible amounts of comments coming in, and, and thanks very much for for all for all the comments coming in. So I'll, I'll I'll put a stupid comment in and see if anyone reacts to this because I like my stupid comments. So um, I'm wondering, right? I'm wondering if um, I agree with the four at the back, and I, I think I think. Um, I, 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 I'll put it in there. I wonder, I wonder how Curtis Nelson might operate as an out, an out kind of defensive right back as opposed to a, a central defender. Although you know he didn't he didn't look at all good on on the weekend. But I wonder if maybe because he has played there in the past. Also, Ryan Giles. I I personally I'd have Ryan Giles playing at wing back, and I think against West Brom I'd be inclined to have a strong defensive back four behind actually. Uh, five in midfield. I'd, I'd, I'd have so three across the middle just to try and negate them a bit, and then uh, a couple of a couple of if you like, but more 
um, def- uh, people who can tackle play, playing at wing back. So they got two two fullbacks to get past, and then and then the big pair of lumps at the back. And and I'd bring Smithies in. I checked that one at UL. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> um, so so basically, you're going for a nil nil draw then. Well, I'd love a nil-nil draw to yeah, no, I, I would love no. one. It's just, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I take it get, now. I just want to get enthused by it all again, Steve. You know, I really do. But it is West um, Brom, isn't it? Yeah, I know. But, you know, we used to look forward to this sort of thing, didn't we? And yeah. I'm just thinking, it was you know, again, I go back to so, so early in the season. I'm, yeah, it sounds yeah. negative, but so early in the season, I don't want us to go down and get a drum in. I mean, Bournemouth could have, Bournemouth just a class above. And West Brom aren't anything different to Bournemouth. So it, it could be a long old evening tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and you know what are we looking forward to the ball goes out Vokes picks it up wipes the ball over the towel lobs it in and all of a sudden then Morrison and, and uh, Flint have got to run all that way back knackered you know it's just we know what's going to happen so if we can see it um, you know, you, you, you're going to see the opposition manager they'll be all over us aren't they would you bring? Would you be thinking now? We lost five-one. You know, I, I'd say again. I think I, I, I think it's time to bring Smithies back in myself. Um, is it? Is yeah, it time? I, to- I, 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 I bring them back in, but I think it's. I wouldn't say you know. Oh, we've lost five-one. Phillips, it's all your. It's all your. No, fault, but, but it gives you. The, the, you know, with the keeper, it keep changing the keeper is a big decision, isn't it? It's a big old decision. But you know, on the back of a five-one, you can pretty well change what you like. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to make a change. You know, now now would seem to be a, a good good change. And I, I think I'll look about the only person who understand this one here. But I do like the idea of McGuinness Flint as well. You know, it's got a certain ring to it, you know. <laughs> I, I The thing being is, and this is the unpredictability, isn't it, of, of McCarthy. I don't think any of us know what his team's going to be tomorrow. I've got no. no idea what he's going to... Even his formation, I've got no idea. And, you know, Paul said earlier about, um, don't know what it is. Is it 5-3-2? What is it? I, I really don't know. Mm. Um, but it's just the goals on Saturday. Looking, watching them back as well. Mm. I mean, so long ago, I can't remember us being outplayed so easily. The goals were terrible. Weren't they? Yeah, it's just it's unreal, terrible. you know. Is Morris is Morrison just not fully fit? You know, is is he one we should be thinking of maybe? I, I mean, a lot of people are saying, you know, he's lost something. Mm. Um, you know, people are saying, you know, he just doesn't look as enthused. As McCarthy lost the dressing room, there's all sorts of pe- people coming up with all sorts of. I, I really don't know, to be honest, mate. I, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, would, you, would you make any changes then? As in, you know, what would you do, Matthew? Is, it, is there anyone you'd be thinking of changing? James Collins comes into the mix. Does he even go 4 4 2? I think, you know, I think it was a Bournemouth against Bournemouth. We had 25% possession the whole game. And if we do that again tomorrow, it's. That was like the Florians, wasn't it? Well, yeah, <laughs> like I said, it's, it's going to be a case of we're going to be walking to the stadium thinking how many. So mm. I think for me, I'd like to see five in midfield, just like you said, uh, Steve, to try and stop West Brom just piling through us, you know. Um, but it's difficult because, you know, Collins doesn't look in great form at the moment. I know obviously he's, he hasn't played that much, but uh, you know, he doesn't look like scoring. Kiefer doesn't really look like scoring, but then he's not getting the service. Um, that's why I like Ryan Giles at, at wing back. You know, I think I think that's his, probably his best position. Um, yeah, but you know, I think is he still recovering from COVID? I think he is, isn't he? He had COVID for a second time, I think. Yeah, he, he, well, hopefully, he, yeah. Um, so you know, and it's not long till Browse is back. So who do you put in in the midfield five? And I. Well, I don't know. It's a tough one because you know we've got quite a lot of players out, and 
you know, we have got young players there to come in, but you don't want to bed them in against West Brom because it's, it's such a tough game for them to do it. But, you know... I mean, we can't it's... be... We shouldn't be in fear of other teams, but... No, no, of course it's not. It's not the ideal one after a 5-1 defeat, is it? <clears throat> no, it's, 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 it's not. And, you know, I think back to, you know, two years... I think it was two years ago when Lee Tomlin scored a free kick in the 80th minute against West Brom, how good our team was then. And we, we struggled to get past them then. So... You know, it's going to be a tough old slog, but you know, in defense, the weather's probably going to be a bit terrible tomorrow, so you know, it might, might go our way that way. And stranger things have happened in football when the results aren't going your way. You know, mm. we've seen it, you know, Blackpool beat Fulham 1 0 when they weren't doing it, so yeah, you can never rule it out in football, but I, I, you know, <laughs> I can't see it. Uh, Simple uh, Cardiff City, isn't it, tomorrow to go and win? Yeah, it would be, just see it happening there, yeah. Uh, uh, it is it is so unpredictable but um we we certainly we certainly need a change i mean looking at the midfielders paul you know um we just don't seem to have really surmounted that issue do we you know uh Bakuna, pack uh volks essentially and joe rolls when he's fit and then like i say the other one we had he's, he's gone back out on loan and then you know young bowen's coming through but we're not overburdened with options or you know opportunities for tactical change are we really and that, that was the clear area where we needed strengthening. Yeah. Um, somebody who could, a box to box or a, somebody who can drive with the ball or create or uh, we'll face one tomorrow because Mowat Mo, Mo went from Barnsley to West Brom. Yeah, of course. Yeah, what a good player. Probably the best, best free in the league. Um, yeah. Uh, and West Brom with their wage budget, you would, that's, tells you everything you need to know about what, you know, they, they can go out and do that um, with the parachute money and uh, et cetera. Yeah. And, and, and they're, you know, they're, they're one of the favourites for promoting. So I, I don't know. The problem is when you play pack with wing backs, it's the, uh, the, the tempo is going to be slow. It's, it's just, that, that's just, that's just the way you're going to set up because it's not his fault. You know, he's a ticker of the ball. He's 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 an intelligent player, but he's he's got he's got his, his mobility is limited. He's a, he's a great he's he's a trier. He's a, he'll give you everything, um, but he's not going to drive you forward. He's 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 a sitter. You need something else, and the problem is we haven't got that other player to 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 do that to drive. Joe Rawls is very similar um, to that, with a bit more mobility and a bit better a bit of a good left foot but the problem is we haven't got that player who drives from box to box we haven't got the creativity we saw it last season when harry wilson was on loan what was the point of signing a flair player like that when we've got no service into him and he kept dropping deeper and deeper and deeper to get the ball and he still came out with good stats and, and his goal record and his assists and Kiefer moore scored 20 but we and we still and we, that was without a, you could say a creative midfield player. Now we've gone to this Ryan Giles, and I think well they said he was a wing back stroke winger. He's yeah. either you'd have to play the wing back system to get him in on the left, but I think he's an out and out winger. The way the way I've seen yeah. him go past, yeah. I would play him in a four four two on the left, mm. um, on the left side, and I'd have potentially Harris off more because he offers a bit of movement. Mm. I like his movement he or, and or Colwell maybe off the bench because he again learning the game etc 
I think I think we just got to restructure what we just got to go with what we got, which is what McCarthy's going to do, and try and front up to West Brom because they're just going to try and pass it through our lines and keep the ball and do a Bournemouth on us, which 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 you would expect them to do with a quality of player. Yeah, that they well. They, I, th- I think, um, Al, it's, um, you know, we, we said, we, I think we said this last season, you get, you kind of see the teams that came down from the Premiership, Sheffield United being the exception at the moment, not doing so well at the moment, but I still think they've got a bit to come. But the teams that come down, it's like the haves and the have-nots, isn't it? You know, they've got the cash, they've got the money, just like, like Paul said, they've got the parachute money, yeah, they've a good as, squad and they've added to it. So there's stuff in, as, you know, stuff in as evidence As evidenced by the fact, you know, just to cheer us all up, there's only two teams in the Premier League and the Football League unbeaten so far this season. Liverpool of one of them, West Brom the other. So there you go. Tells you and everything. their fans are still moaning. Yeah, but it tells you everything, doesn't it? Like you say, okay. I, I think the championship is really, really strong. Um, but they come yeah, down, yeah. like you say, with that many. Yeah. Um, you don't have to look at the top, the top so far. There's, there's no surprises. But then you know you've got. And this goes right back to the start of what we the begin the program. You've got teams like Barnsley, okay, who play football. We don't. We haven't caught up. We haven't caught up with the rest of, and I say with no disrespect to Barnsley, but even teams like Barnsley, okay, they can play football. We can't, mm. and for as long as we carry on the way we are, I, I really think we're going to really think we're going to struggle. Um, I've already written off tomorrow night. Sorry, um, I just can't see it. No, no. Well, I, I, I'd love to, you know, uh, argue, but I'm not going to. Um, are there any interesting comments coming in? I think there's a couple of good lead beams just come in with with a couple of good ones there. I don't know whether you. Yeah, I, I'll go from the from the bottom there. Paul William yeah. has mentioned it, and Paul Paul always kind of wonders where we are when he comes on, doesn't he? He's got, he said he was glad to see us back, but after the day show, I'm pr- not really so sure. Um, anyway, there clearly isn't a system that works for us with these players. Smithies will return tomorrow, but unfortunately, it will be more of the same. Get your money on it. Uh, Lee Beams always a great game against West Brom. Big following from them. Hmm. And I just said a City win two one. Oh, well done. There you go. Um, Chris Hughes Jones, West Brom. You have to keep some of the heavies, Flint, Moza, or we could get slaughtered. Um, and then Wiggy, Steve Wiggy, Wiggins has said, would Chris Wilder from Sheffield United be an interesting options manager? Mm-hmm. Had them playing an interesting brand of football before they went down. It's not a bad shout, really. I don't know. I I, I am with the actor. I wish you know. I like Mark Robbins and I like Nathan Jones. Uh, the two managers, young managers there who play football. Nathan Jones is a Cardiff City fan, isn't he? Um, Ron the boy. I just like what they're doing at their clubs, low budget, fighting against, you know, sides like West Brom with Fulham's with bigger budgets. And it, not just this season, Coventry have been playing good football for a while. So have Luton. Luton, we know you immediately think of Luton passing side, don't you? Most of the teams in this league pass inside. Then you talk about Cardiff City, they say land of the Giants, Jurassic Park, in, come the, in they come. But to get away from that, mm. it'll take time. You can't, you can't expect. So the next manager, you can't, so it can't be Eddie Howe. It can't be coming from Port. So you've got to look at who could it be to fit that to go from the transition from starting to play out from the back, from starting to have a goalkeeper who's comfortable on the ball, centre-halves who can receive it, somebody who can drive with it. You, you, 
to do that, you've got to have the right ethos going right throughout the club, and you've got to have you've got to have the right people identifying. Recruitment is absolute key, and we've been absolute shambles in that. In my view, ninety percent of our recruitment, you could you could go through it as being a shambles and wasted money. Recruitment has to be spot on, and you have to have a pathway from the from the low from 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 down below your your your, your, your under twenty threes etc. A pathway into the first team. I don't say it. Swan, Swansea do that quite well. They identify the coach and they and they have a system and they have a style and they have an ethos. We we have everything. They don't, I'm afraid. And 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 until until the structure within the club changes, we will be in this position, coming back to this for a long, long time. And I, and I'm not saying that it happens. It will happen overnight. You might you might suffer a relegation. You might not. But you, but you've got to evolve. And there's no way you've got. We got. We 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 can't go out and buy six million pound strikers anymore. We can't do that wasting money on God knows how many strikers we brought in the last God knows how many years. It just is. You just can't do it. We have to be self-sufficient. Vincent Tan has, has, I think he's put his cards on the table and and said that, and not said that, but by his actions this summer. I think it's clear that he isn't putting any more money in the club for transfers. And that's fair enough. And I don't blame him for that in, in any shape or form. As I said, we're suffering from times gone by. And until that changes, it doesn't matter what happens tomorrow night. It doesn't matter what happens Saturday. We'll be in this position for a long, long, long time until something changes. No, oh, I heard talk, talk previously really well going when well, I was just trying to think then about future managers and so on. Um, I remember Mark Hudson talking about when he went to Huddersfield and Wagner put a couple of years in his career, he said. And he said when he went there, he was taught, you know, in the latter years of his career, how to play football from the back. So Hudson was very much your Morrison Flint, wasn't he? Went to Huddersfield, Wagner took him, got him really, really, really fit and started. they started playing the ball out from the back. That sort of appointment, it's never going to be Hudson, I think, because the way we treated him when we got rid of him, you know, getting on the bus and getting off the bus for the Fulham game, you know. I can't imagine he'd want to come back here. But it's that sort of young manager coming through who's done all his licences. Um, and Start there, you know, start with someone, if you're like a bit inexperienced, with perhaps someone as, I say, director of football. Someone's got to be there to make the appointments. At the moment, you said about Ken Chu, a car salesman, all right, high end car salesman. I think it's a bit more than that, but 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 where's you know where's his football knowledge? Who are we relying? Who are we relying on to go out and say appoint a manager? And if you had someone in between, so for example, Wagner. Let's, I'm just using that as an example as a director of football. Have a youngster coming in then as a I say youngster, but someone like Hudson come in and then build from there. But over not just a one year period. Say, look, root and branch, go through the club. We've got Dave Hughes there at the moment. We've got Steve Morrison there. Perhaps are they are they people to to sort of bring it all through? Um, but not just get a panic, which McCarthy was, wasn't he? They panicked. They got rid of Harris. Harris brought McCarthy in, panicked, steadied the ship, mm. made, I think, the Cardinal sin of giving him, I think a lot of us thought it, giving him that contract, there's no need. Um, but it's a longer... You know, we can go from the short term, tomorrow night we're going to get battered, but what about the long term of our football club? And I think the long term of our football club needs better appointments, but who are going to make those appointments? Yeah. Uh, th th we brought somebody in there, didn't we, recently? Who was the they, guy we well, brought Dave, in? Dave Hughes, Dave Hughes came in, didn't he? 
Um, no, I mean somebody to do with uh, talent spotting. Aaron Beadle, Kevin Beadle. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No. There you go. Yeah. But uh, he came in in, in early two, 2020, just mm. when Harris, was a crossover from Harris. He came in a couple of weeks before Harris was sacked. Um, Kevin Beadle, yeah, from Arsenal. He's, he was part of their um, recruitment. There. Maybe that's he, where McGuinness came from then. Yeah, could be. Yeah, definitely connection. And I, and I think he was part of the end, people like NG, players like that. Because yeah. um, uh, I can't see Mick McCarthy. I don't think that's his strength again. It, it, you, you see, he's gone back to um, Ipswich. Well, no, sorry, Republic of Ireland, Collins plays for Republic of Ireland, doesn't he? And he's been linked with certain players. I think the recruitment, like I've said before, I think the recruitment started to improve a bit before this transfer window just gone. I think the recruitment was getting a bit better. Um, people like NG as a, um, and um, um, who else am I? I'm struggling. <laughs> See, that's how bad our recruitment has been. <laughs> you know, you, Max Waters, we signed, a striker, 2021, he's got on loan again. You, you can't, it just, it, you can almost think, what are we doing with with with, with our signings? It, it's so frustrating with, with which is, and for the record, I didn't say wow. Ken was a car salesman. What I said was he, he spends more time in London at the um, the HRO in which which Tan bought in Mayfair. I know that's where like he cars. Um, um, and uh, it, I think the club yeah. should have, if a CEO, if, if you're the CEO of a football club, you should be at the football club day to day. I mean, you can't really argue with that. It's just like you know, yes, isn't it really? Yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's pretty obvious, I suppose. It's you know, it doesn't seem to be happening, but it, it's pretty obvious. But the strange thing was during lockdown, and look, I get people's frustrations, but you know, a lot of staff they were on furlough, weren't they? You can't blame the football club for that, but it just seemed you know, again, the city fans said they phoned the club, don't get it, you know, it's a professional football club, they don't get an answer from ticket office. I understand, but all of this was just adding to people's frustrations mm. that you know, we can't get in touch with that person, they just lost them um, support, a liaison officer. Um, down down there, you know, things are just getting leaked out. We we need more of a figurehead, I think. To to go, I go back to the disconnect. I think there's a disconnect between the football club and the fans, and I think that needs to be um, abridged as well as um, the CEO thing. I think it's just as important because without the fans, you're nothing here, really. No, I mean something like this show, you know, could be a good link actually for the club with the fans, and over the years it has been, you know, and there have been there have been good connections, but you know things change over the years but you know is this kind of thing you know where, where if they want to get a message out um to the fans and this this would, this would be, be a good way to do it. and i don't mean to be like a you know a, a mouthpiece for the club but for the club to partner up with something which is connected to the fans you know and to be seen to do so um which which of the kids coming through or the youngsters coming through uh matthew firstly what you know is it who's coming through you think yeah you, you're going to be a really good player in years to come is there someone exciting you at the moment that's come through so far well, Isaac Davis looks quite good. I know he got his first um, first minutes for us uh, recently, mm. um, but he 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 looks um, quite good. And I'm I'm just looking for the name of the, of the striker now. I can't think of the name in my yeah. head. Um, Kieran Kieran Evans's name seems to be popping up left, right, and centre yeah. as well. I, I I don't know, but a, a lot of people who've, who've watched the 23s keep banging on about him. Um, yeah, uh, is, is it Zimba? Yeah, Zimba. Yeah, yeah it is Zimba. Zimba yeah. 
from you know he's been scoring goals for fun in the under 23 I, I know it's the under 23s and I know you know the championship's a lot different um yeah I think Isaac Davis Kieran looks looks quite good as well and those three players do look uh like players that could be brought in but it's, it's like Paul said you need to be bringing them in alongside other players you know freeze and, and loans who can who can try and take us forward because um I think we've been found out this year by putting the kids in so quickly and, and relying on them so quickly, you know, the, your Joel Bagans, your Tom Sangs, your, you know, you, you can't expect them to be playing, you know, 40 games of championship football in their first proper full season of, of, of doing so. So, you know, and, and Colwell as well. So yeah, it's, I know we're probably going to do predictions in a minute, but I, I'm not <laughs> for tomorrow. I'm not um, sure we're going to go with that tonight. No. <laughs> Uh, great comment coming in from from Lee Beams. Uh, he, uh, he says Cristiano Ronaldo wouldn't score goals in his team. He wouldn't get any service. I mean, there, there is a certain amount of value in that. There's just nothing keeping Kiefer Moore's way. Um, Alan, any more comments coming in? You wanted to go to? Yeah, Mark Ponton said Lee Beams. You're right. Um, sad, isn't it? I go four for two. They'll drop Nelson. Put Bakuna and Pack in the middle. Bakuna always seems to play out of position. He looks more like a central midfielder to me. Drop Phillips more up front with Harris playing off him. Giles left, Colwell, Colwell or Sang right, high press and hope to nick a goal. Um, for my part, I, 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 Pac's been, to me, one of our best players this year. Um, I think he, he's, he's been fairly consistent. Yeah. Um, which doesn't really say a lot for the rest of them, I suppose. That but sounds I think that, that sounds good though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. It does. But I think he's, he, he's been, he, he's done, he's done well. I think what you said earlier, Paul, is true, though. I think I think Marlon Pack, with a bit of pace and creativity around him, you know, he, he can he can be quite an effective footballer. You know, I think he would. If you were if you were playing the three centre halves, I think he'd be quite quite a good sweeper because he's good on the ball. I yeah. think he's better the further back. So rather than the three centre halves who are, in 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 fairness to them, they they they're not play out from the back players, are they? None of them. No. Curtis Nelson, possibly if he had a bit of work on him, but the other two, they're better in the other box. They're great in the air, good defenders as long as you don't knock the ball past them and have a bit of pace. Um, Marlon Pack reads the game quite well. He 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 could bring the ball out of the defence. I think he didn't he slot into as as a he did yeah he did yeah. yeah he just seems to have a bit more control on the ball. He's more he's limited in midfield because he's, he hasn't got a lot. He, his mobility's gone, if you like. To be in fairness to him, he's 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 not as mobile as a lot of the younger players in this league who move the ball quickly. Yeah. And when he sets up our play from midfield, this slow play because of the tempo and the, and the type of player he is, I think he might be. I think if he was going to play three five two, I think Marlon Pack in the in the, in the middle of defence might be an option. Um, just just to say, it's a, uh, an excellent comment from Richard Davis. Uh, I saw that as well. Yeah, well said. Yeah, sorry about um, that. Yeah, no, I, 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 really, it would be uh, remiss if we didn't uh, talk about this. Um, uh, Lenny Ashurst, sad news about Lenny Ashurst. I don't know whether, um, uh, Al, what you... What you what yeah, it was really kind of formative formative years, really. I mean, I, I started in the mid-70s. We don't remember that. I was, I was too young, but formative years as 12, 13, 14-year-old. Lenny Ashurst was there, you know? Um, and well, fantastic! I remember meeting him once on a. You, you remember that you, you just remember certain things as a as a young kid. You know, I remember as an open day open day down there, um, mm. 
one night and he was there, got all the players' autographs, so they just stand out, you know, with the Bennett brothers and so on. It's that kind of era. Um, yeah, and I think, the, it, I say outpourings of grief, that's wrong, isn't it? But the great comments that everyone was saying sort of online, social media, that sort of thing, no one's got a bad word to say about him. Um Obviously, he went up to Sunderland, didn't Alan Durban came the other way. So that could have been the start of everything, I suppose, in some way. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, you know, the fact is every, everyone has just got great things to say about him. Um, yeah. Me included, I'm sure the others will say the same. I, I don't know, um, uh, Paul, did you see the, the, the thing that Nate posted that Nathan Blake put out as a tribute to, to Lenny Ashurst? That was very nice. Didn't no, yeah, just yeah, just said, just said lovely things about him really, and uh, talked about the training regime at the time, you know, making him run up and down the stand and all the rest of it, you know. Oh, but yeah. uh, saying it with a smile on his face, and obviously, uh, I think uh, quite a lot of affection and respect. It's yeah. uh, you know, so, uh, do, do you do you do you remember Lenny Ashes? Was that before your time? Oh, maybe? It was, yeah, again, I was mid to late seventies. Yeah, start. okay. And then, yeah, so early eighties when he was, yeah, was my. Yeah, on the bus and into into town down down the uh, Ninian whatever you know the knocking all the doors and then into into <laughs> the back of the Bob Bank. Yeah, it, the, then, the the uh, um, yeah. the the 82-83 season. I saw the, the, the team yeah. photo. Okay, we started yeah. that season with eleven outfield players and got promoted by the end of it. Wow. So obviously by the end of it, sort of Bob Hatton and the, and the Hemmerman and yeah. so on. Hemmerman and Hatton, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you know, the Newport games and and the derbies and so on. But the start of that season, um. You look at the team, the team photo. I think it's fifteen players, so the three keepers and eleven outfield players. You know, um, it doesn't even seem to be enough players to, to to take every sort of position in the team. So, and it just goes to show Len Ashes and uh, Jimmy Goodfellow at the time, wasn't it? What a great job they did that year to get us up. Because um, obviously it's Portsmouth and Newport as well, isn't it? That sort of around around the same time. Um, Steve Thomas may ask a good question. You know, I, I I don't know the answer to it. It's a great question. Didn't Len Ashurst only pay uh, ten thousand for Jimmy Mullen, and were the rest all free free transfers? You know, may well be the case. Actually, we weren't spending much money, yeah. were we? Didn't have any. No, I was. I was one of the other the Bennett brothers. Where Tony Buck brought them down because he came as coach to me for a little while. So Tony Buck came down, and you always wondered, did Gary just come to keep Dave company? But Gary Bennett was absolute legend of his own right, wasn't he? Was Clemo chairman then? I think he was. He it? probably was, yeah. Oh, probably yeah. was. Yeah, I remember with you know with Dave Bennett. I love Gary Bennett because you know, wow, well, Gary Bennett. Imagine Gary Bennett in this team today. Yeah. Football and centre half. Yeah. He, he, well, he, he went on to come because Ashes took him up, yeah. didn't he, to Sunderland? And he, I think he still commentates up there for for Sunderland <laughs> TV radio, whatever it's called. And he became yeah. a legend up there. Um, really good footballer. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, I remember on, on those days in the in the old Bob Bank at Ninian Park, and Dave Bennett would be, you know, if we if we were attacking the um, the Canton, we, he'd be right in front, he'd be front right in front of me, running down the. As soon as he got the ball, you know, it'd be a real buzz around. As soon as Dave Bennett never been playing, he should never have been in that team. No, he was too good. He was another world. Yeah. I remember once against Lincoln City, he spun off the end of a. Uh, they, they, they've set up a um, defensive wall and he spun off the end of it as, as a goal. Like you wouldn't see uh, that sort of thing, you know, the football intelligence that he had. Um, mm. But yeah, I never understood how we ever had him, to be honest with you, but there you go. He probably was because of his brother, I, I, I'd imagine, because they, they, you know, they, they were together. But yeah, uh, they were some, and uh, Richard Davis had great days. You know, Mullen came from from Rotherham. Um, so this kind of shows really where we're at because this this is nearly forty years ago, and we're saying how great those days were. You know, there was some, there was some local local lads on it. John Lewis was there. Um, Taki McLeff was yeah. there. Lyndon Jones. 
Yeah. You know, so, so we had to face sprinkling as well of, of, of local players as well. Mm. Um, but are we just seeing it through rose tinted mist glasses? Well, I'll have to lose in 5 1. You know, I got mine. You know. <laughs> um, I, think, I think we'll probably live without a prediction um, for tomorrow. Um, I'll, let me ask you a slightly different question. And it's not a question I'd like to answer, to be honest. So I'll, so I'll cheekily ask it. Oh, great comment from Lee Beams about playing snooker with Gary and Dave in City Road. Let's just come in. Um, I'll ask you this question. I'll ask a difficult question to answer, and I don't, even, I don't know how I'd answer it. If you were, if you were offered a, 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 a closing position for City this season, what would you take? Mid-table. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I, I was going to say anywhere between 12th and 15th for the way we're going at the moment, to be honest. Paul? I'd say similar, because we're always going to score goals from you know what. So we're not going, I don't think we're going to go down, but yeah, bottom, mid to bottom, mid-table-ish. Yeah. Mm. Although the way clubs are losing points in the championship, you might end up in the top <laughs> half. <laughs> I mean, take out the three or four obvious sides, I don't think it's that strong. I think there are two playoff places up for grabs this year. Where yeah. There was one last year, Barnsley took it. I think this year there's two places up for grabs, at least in the playoffs. And Unfortunately, I don't think we're going to be in that mix this time. So, so I'll, I'll ask you a slightly different question. Um, I'll, I'll start with you this time, Paul. Um, are we going to finish above Swansea? No. Okay. Anyone going to be more uh, <laughs> positive? Um, <laughs> I, 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 I would say be more positive, but I will say they're starting to get results now. And it looks like the striker they've signed is is scoring goals every game. So uh, I think I think it'll be close. I don't think they'll be miles ahead of us, but I think they might be slightly ahead of us. I think he's a good manager. Yeah, yeah. Good appointment with that. Can you cheer me up, Al? <laughs> I never even think about him, to be honest with you. Good answer, good answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer, and we'll leave, we'll leave it there. <laughs> thanks, thanks a lot, uh, guys. Just hope things pick up, and uh, yeah, thanks for being on the show tonight. Cheers, thanks, guys. Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.